Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. I'm interested to see how you what you think about the portal and finding players now. Are you looking at high school players? Are you looking more in the portal, or is it a combination of both? It's a great question. I I think it's a mix of all of it. You know, like I think college coaches, you need to have a strategy for high school. You need to have a strategy for prep. You need to have a strategy for junior college, and you need to have a, a strategy for four-year transfers. Mm. Um, I think every campus is unique, and I don't think high school kids always understand this. Our campus in the three, I'm going into year four, in the three years I've been here, high school kids aren't interested in us in terms of how we're set up. And so it's, um, we recruit high school, but we lose them to other schools. I spend so much time and energy and resources recruiting good high school kids. We just had an elite camp two weekends ago. I had some good players here. But at the end of the day, the majority of those guys are going to choose somebody else because of the way a campus looks or this, that, and the other. Yeah, but the older guys, like the guys that we get and we sign, are guys that maybe been around the block a little bit and finally want to get to the situation where they're treated well, they have an opportunity to have success, and they can finish their degree. And you know, like at Point University, our people sell. You're gonna find a nicer gym somewhere. Uh, you may find a nicer campus somewhere, but you're not gonna find better people. And I think kids, in order to choose Point need to have some experience to understand how valuable that is. Yeah, maybe they've most, lost maybe they've uh, lost a little bit and maybe they've gone through some of the the bad parts of college basketball that you do hear about. Right. Maybe they've gone through those and now they can appreciate have a little bit more gratitude for what you're offering. I get that. Yeah. And and we I mean, I think you got to have a strategy for all. You know, we recruit uh, obviously, we're here in close to Atlanta, so we recruit Atlanta. We recruit Florida. We recruit Texas. We recruit everywhere. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I'm going to get guys that fit us as a program. I don't, and I guess it comes down to I don't care who we get. I don't care if it's high school, junior college, four year, whatever. Like I, I want to get the guys that fit us. You know, in terms of um, character wise. So it sounds like because of all the things you do off the court with culture that you're very intentional with the activities that you do. What's one of your favorite culture building activities that you like to do with your team? It's a great question. Um, we've been fortunate. So when I was at Florida Christian College, uh, we were really fortunate. I had a relationship with Lake Aurora Christian Camp. It was, um, it was a great place. They had a lot of low ropes courses, climbing nice. walls different things like that. And what we did is um, <clears throat> really the Friday before we started our first practice, we took the guys out there overnight and we had a big campfire. And we had each guy go around the group 
and speak life into each teammate. You know, one thing that we appreciate about Matt being a part of our team, and we did that for every guy and every coach, and it was powerful. And then Saturday morning, we would get up and we'd have team challenges. We would do all kinds of different ropes courses and things like that. And at the end, we had the individual challenge, which was the climbing wall. You know, and our thing was every guy has to get over the wall. You're not welcome to come back to campus unless every guy gets over the wall. And it's unbelievable to me what people say when they're when they're afraid mm. or when they're uncomfortable. You hear all the words that are that have been in the pit of their stomach for years. Mm. I can't. I'm afraid. I'm this. And all that stuff comes out. And we got to get over that because if you can't if you can't manage yourself, you can't be a a healthy member of a team. And really in that weekend, it was, it's been powerful. And so actually this weekend for us is that weekend. Oh, nice. We're going going to Woodland Christian camp up here in, uh, in Georgia. And uh, we're going to do that Friday with our guys. Uh, We'll do low ropes course. And then we've got an individual challenge at the end. So a couple of things to unpack there. First with the campfire, what are some things that you learn listening to your teammates speaking about another teammate because i've done something similar uh that i got from pgc and i i I always love what they see but what do you take from that you know i i watched the kid that that we're speaking to and it's amazing how many kids how many young people don't have people that speak positively into their life and I'm big on that with our guys even now. Like what you say about guys and two guys matters. And what I pull out is the body language, the smiles. Um, man, you just see the weight come off of people, hmm. you know, and um, they're just their body language. And when guys wake up the next day, that's the best part. That's the best part. Because they, most of them treat each other differently, you know. And there's there's some there starts to be some real depth uh, to the conversation. And that's one thing I've learned over the years in coaching, like the depth of what kids talk about has changed so much over the last 15, 10, five years. It's it's amazing to me. I think we're all guilty in the gym of just scanning for what's wrong. Right. Scanning for what's negative. What needs to be fixed? And obviously, like you alluded to before, we need to correct. So right. it can't all just be truth, 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 but it can't all be harmony either, where right. we're only seeing the good things. But right. I think you're right when uh, how how often do we remember the kind word or the positive thing or the thing that builds us up that somebody says to us? We remember that for a long time. So I think that's that's pretty, pretty incredible. How often, like, I love the idea of them having to climb a wall. And like you said, they get to stay, they, they have the, you see this fear. You can't really get that with running or with anything in basketball because most likely they've done it before. Right. If they've gotten to your level, they've been at a practice where they ran a ton, where they right. felt like puking, where they had to do something. So I don't know if I ever really get to see that type of depth in their fear or what their or their their uh anxiety come out yeah they're vulnerable they're yeah vulnerable. yeah you know and each guy has a belayer you know somebody holding the rope at the other end 
You got to trust them and you got to make it over the wall, you know, and we're all, we're here for you, but you got to do the work. You got to yeah. do it. You got to do it. Can't imagine the smiles that you see, especially for those that are really worried about it. Once they get done with that wall, that's got to be, that's got to be special. It's powerful. I'm, I'm telling you, it's powerful. It's powerful for teams and uh, it's fun to see every year, you know, so but that's something we do. That's something we do as a program, culture-wise, on an annual basis. That I think is unique and special. Since you and I have a PGC experience together, uh, what are some things that you feel like as a coach you really took away from from that time with with PGC? I go back every year to Point Guard College and watch and. Um, it's not what is being taught. It's to me, what stands out to me anymore. It's how it's being taught. Mm. It's how things are communicated. Um, and that's, that really stands out to me. The stories, the body language, the emphasis, um, how on point you are about your topic. You know, kids don't, you know, Gannon, Gannon Baker always say, don't kill kids sweat, you know, and, um, I, you know, I love that. You know, they don't, they don't want to hear me talk. You know, let's get to it. Let's get to the work, you know. I, it's just funny you said that. This last week in a workout, I told a story uh, in between drills that took a long time. Yeah. And I realized at near the end of it what I had just done. <laughs> but I felt I felt it necessary. Oh, I, here's what we're going into. But first of all, I apologize for the last eight minutes. Like I, we can't get those back. And I spoke too long. I think it's that awareness. PGC helps with that. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, when you have somebody like Chad Sanji timing you <laughs> while you're teaching a drill, and then he comes over, he's like, man, look how long you went. But there is training in that. Yeah, no question. I, I think on a lot of levels, they're some of the best communicators in terms of how they teach. You know, and that's that's why I go back. I, I go and attend one PGC course. I actually went to Chad's. Nice. In Atlanta. Uh, I just think they're excellent teachers. And that's who we are as coaches. We're teachers. We got it. We got to get better in our craft in terms of everybody's going to teach different stuff, but it's it's how you teach it. Yeah, I, I would encourage anybody that has not been to, especially the point guard college session, which is like, the flagship, it's the original that Dick DiVenzio uh, taught back in the day that I went to as a high school player twice. And it, it's so cool that they've really kept a lot of that curriculum the same, even as the game has evolved a little bit. But if you're a coach that's never gone, PGC is not a sponsor of of the podcast, but I, I you and I are, I, I feel like you, you would say this too. I'm just so grateful. They had a huge influence and impact on me as a coach. My players don't even know how bad I was 10, eight, 10 years ago before directing or being a part of that. So coaches go and observe, just be an no observing question. coach. You'll get so you'll get more notes than the athletes. And at the very end, at least you'll be confronted with, okay, what direction do I want to go? Do I want to be transformational or continue to, or in my case, continue to be transactional? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No, I, I You'll learn. You'll meet some some unbelievable people, and um, you'll learn how to teach better. You know, you'll learn how to coach better. You know, and that that helps everybody. 
Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.